Hello everyone, uh, my name is Rick, Rick van Rugen from Neo Technology, and here we are again recording our Neo4j Graph Database podcast. And today I'm joined by uh, someone who is probably in a much nicer location than I am, uh, out in the Yorkshire Dales, uh, Tim Nash. Hi, Tim. Hi, Rick. Hey, thank you thank for letting me come on your show. <laughs> well, you know, thank you for joining us. It's always great when people make the time. Uh, I know everyone's busy, so uh, thanks for coming on. And you know, Tim, you know, first question I always ask everyone is, you know, who are you? What do you do? And what's your relationship to graph databases? Do you mind uh, uh, telling us a little bit more about that? Yeah, my name's Tim Nash. Um, I primarily uh, run training and consulting and development services on timnash.co.uk. Get the plug in early, and. Um, I work. Oh, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm primarily an e-commerce and security consultant. However, in the last few years, I've been sort of drawn into the world of WordPress, which is a content management system, uh, and isn't my natural home, and isn't the natural home for many developers. So, um, I've been working to try and change that and show the development opportunities there are within WordPress and the content management system in the community. So. I do stuff is what I describe to people who ask me what I do. And in reality, I used to write code and now I tell people mainly how to write code. Very, very cool. And how did you get into graph databases? You know, how, what's your relationship to that wonderful part of the industry? Yeah. So about uh, six months ago, I was uh, sitting watching a video from a conference uh, about uh, in-game in economics and it was all being modeled using Neo4j and I sort of watched it and thought Do you know what that's really cool and I want to have a play with it so I had a little side project that I was mucking about with and started to just play around with Neo4j and thought wow this is really really useful and really interesting and it sort of developed from there and I, the more I played with it the more I thought there's opportunities to use this in a wider platform not just inside my little little projects and started thinking about how we could use that potentially alongside WordPress projects. So. Okay. But that that, that uh, video that you watched, that's uh, from uh, Yang Kui from Gamesys, I think. And uh, he's been doing that talk on, on a number of conferences, uh, among which at uh, at QCon in London this uh, this spring. And he was actually one of the first guys that came on the podcast. So uh, <laughs> there's a, an interesting link there. Yeah. In fact, it was that conference that it was that conference video that I was watching. Oh, so. was it? Oh, <laughs> a nice full circle for Fantastic full circle. So, so where's the link with uh, WordPress then? You know, how do you see that link then? Okay. So for those people who don't know, WordPress, as I say, is a content management system. It's built on um, a pretty standard LAMP stack for most part. So uh, in particular, it's using MySQL and PHP. Now, MySQL, while lovely as a relational database, um, bizarrely uh, in WordPress isn't really used as a relational database. So they have this idea of posts and pages and custom post types, except they all stay all sit in the same table posts and post meta and individual posts and custom post types and pages have no natural way within wordpress to actually model relationships so you're sitting there going right i need to uh, link post a with post b and, and say what that relationship is there's no way to do that within wordpress lots of developers have built their own hacks around but as you can imagine when you've got a pretty much a flat structure like that um, any hack you're putting in, or any uh, uh, any attempt to develop this is going to result in a hack, and you're going to end up with a huge pile of extra data sitting in the database that really doesn't need to be there, and it's just really CPU and 
intensive to try and get this data out. So, especially on larger sites, I suppose, right? If you well, if you, it, yeah, if you're talking a, a few hundred posts, it's fine. But if you're talking uh, companies like Wired um, and the New York Times and similar who are using it as a traditional publishing platform, they have yeah. tens of thousands of articles. And then you've got sites that are using it as a just a pure database storage system. Um, one of the projects, uh, a side project from one of the human genome people, actually published their data through WordPress. So they have not tens of thousands, but hundreds of thousands of, mm. of posts. And very quickly, those databases creak. So um, I started looking at the graphing side of things and thought, well, what if we keep the relational database, but just push this data into the graphing database and then go, we can query the graphing database for the relationship and then pull that content back out of the relational database yeah. and found that worked really well. And uh, as I'd already started playing with Neo, uh, I sort of stuck with it. <laughs> uh, well, very cool. Very cool. And I think it's a, a super interesting way of doing things, right? I mean, we see that all the time that, you know, that people actually use a graph database as a complement to their existing, you know, uh, relational database systems. Uh, it's a really nice fit, right? So, so, so you you went about this um, about six months ago. You started this, and then where 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 is that project now? Is it is it going anywhere? Um, so, six months ago, I started playing with it, and um, at the time, I didn't have a big project to sort of foist this upon it. So it was very much my own playing around. And so in, when you don't have a project that you can actually immediately use it on, what you do is you jump up and down and shout a lot about something until someone gives you a project that you can use it on. <laughs> uh, so uh, I, I spent the last sort of uh, six months or so at, mainly at conferences and uh, going around and just generally talking about this idea of graphing databases. Yeah. And I've been quite lucky in some respects that um, – well, well, perhaps boo and hisses from the Neo community. Obviously, Facebook's announcements with their own graphing database bits has um, picked the interest of some people. So I've been able to sort of piggyback on that and say, but look, here's something that's actually working yeah. and already exists. Um, so at the moment, it's been very much about um, looking at how we can do this sort of thing inside WordPress, how we can push that data across mm -hmm. and getting some of the larger projects to at least consider this. Now, there is a lot of precedence because uh, two years ago, if you uttered the word Elasticsearch at a, at a WordPress conference, they would just look at you and go, what sort of black magic is this? Yeah. And now things like Elasticsearch is considered a almost mainstream complement to a WordPress site. So we're hoping to be able to just start introducing uh, graphing databases and use the same sort of uh, way that we interact with uh, Elasticsearch and bringing that to complement with uh, graph databases. And hopefully that means Neo will be sitting at the top of the list as it's the one that um, first through the door, if you like. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So how would it work then? You know, every time you would update something on a WordPress site, it would automatically sort of propagate into the graph database or would it be kept in sync in some way or what, yes. what, what's the idea there? So WordPress uses um, actions and filters. So basically, every time you do an action on the site, there's probably some sort of event listener that's attached to it. Okay. And so with that event listener, we can push that data across. Um, it would you probably have it as a uh, certainly in my what I've been testing. It's always been a one dimension, a one way push. So mm -hmm. we're pushing data into Neo and then querying Neo. Yeah. So you put when you hit publish on a post or even when you hit save on a post, that data and associated post meta, so think 
important bits and pieces that you want to query yep. get pushed across over into Neo. And then rather than querying WordPress via its normal search and loop system, you actually make the queries directly to Neo, which would return you back a little bit of the information that you've already given it. But more, more importantly, will give you back the post ID, which you can then call through your relational database. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think there's also some some interesting applications then afterwards, right? Where if you would, for example, use the, the data in Neo to to figure out the relationships between the documents, you know, recommends new new documents, new pages, you know, all that kind of stuff becomes possible once it's in Neo, right? Yeah, I mean, um, the very first um, example I did of this within WordPress was for related posts. Yeah. So, and to be able to um, define related posts and let users define what they consider to be a related post. So, yeah. some people might think that because this is an because the uh, posts are written by the same author, that means that they're related, which obviously they could be. But others could be looking for uh, more complicated relationships between uh, various tags, or even are these posts as part of c series? Which actually is something that you think should be really obvious and easy to build into WordPress. But actually, even the ability to say these four posts belong to this series and should always be grouped together. Yeah. It's something you can't easily do, but when you push this into a graphing database, do, saying these things are these things are in a group, it just becomes super easy. Yeah, very, very cool. Cool. So let me ask you a little bit about the you know the the future. You know, how, how, where, where do you think this is going then, and and you know what, what where do you see this you know evolve within the words WordPress world, or or maybe even beyond that? Well, hopefully within the WordPress world. Um, we'll start seeing some actual production uses of graphing databases taking data from WordPress and manipulating using them. There are some limited experiments going on at the moment. There is a couple of small production sites that are making use of it, but it's very uh, on a small scale at the moment. And we haven't got our, our, our big publishers doing this yet, but mm -hmm. there's a lot of interest in it. So um, one of the re things to really helps adoption, particularly in the WordPress world, is through the use of plugins. And so the next step is to get a group of us together to actually build a common framework for plugins so that we are not basically having to recreate the um, push in the sync aspect of this every single time. Yeah. Again, uh, there's good examples of this from uh, the work that's been done with Elasticsearch um, through several companies who operate inside WordPress communities. So hopefully we'll see that develop and we'll be seeing much more sites that are making use of graphic databases in general, but in particular Neo over the next few months and into the next year. Um, as for that, oh, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, you know, maybe we can uh, get you to talk about your work uh, at some point at uh, one of the meetups as well. That would be that would be lovely as well if uh, if if you find the time at one point. Um, that would be great. Yeah, sure. Cool, Tim. I mean, we're uh, we're 11 minutes into the podcast, so I think uh, we're going to wrap up. Uh, we want to keep these things short and snappy. So um, thank you for taking the time. Really appreciate it. Yeah, and and uh, I hope to meet you uh, at some point uh, in the future. <laughs> okay, lovely to meet you. Thank you, bye.